Hello, everyone. This is uh, Brother David in Austin, and uh, we are uh, want to welcome you to Truth in the Darkness podcast. And uh, we are talking about the subject of temptation, overcoming temptation. And uh, and certainly it is a uh, subject that is definitely needed today to talk about. I have been doing a series of messages on Sundays on overcoming temptation and talking about how we can overcome temptation. Last podcast, we talked about, I think, a great truth that we can, uh, in the darkness, that we need to understand is, is the first thing that we see as you study this, the passage of Jesus' temptation when he was tempted in the wilderness uh, by Satan for 40 days. Um, we see the first thing that it says there, he was full of the Spirit. And uh, that's what we talked about. What does it mean to be full of the spirit? It's hard to overcome temptation if you don't depend upon the empowering uh, filling of God's spirit in our lives. And we do that in several ways that we talked about last week. We won't rehash that out, I promise you. But the next thing that uh, we see in that passage, it says that he was led of the spirit into the wilderness and there for 40 days he was tempted by the devil and of course you know the story how he overcame uh, but the second thing that i think we can see this absolutely important if the, if we are going to overcome temptation and we look at the life of jesus we see that he was led of the spirit into the wilderness and so the point being that I think if we are going to be overcomers in the area of Satan's temptations, the world's temptations, and uh, the flesh's temptations, which all are very valid, uh, then we have to be led of God's Spirit. And that's of vast importance that we follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so, Brother Austin, when we talk about being led of the Spirit, um, what does that just mean to you as a young man? So, like you said, last week we talked about being filled with the Spirit, putting the Spirit first, making it your top priority, and then to be led by the Spirit. I say this a lot, putting God's will ahead of your own, okay. trusting in His Spirit to guide you where you know that He wants you to be and where you need to be. Okay. And what we want to talk about today is how we can be led of the spirit. What are the, what are the, the, the things we need to understand? Uh, we need to engage ourselves in if we're going to be led by the spirit on a regular basis as Christ followers. So we're going to talk about that Austin. What does it mean to be led by the spirit? What are the things we need to do to be led by the spirit? Well, I would say that for starters, if you're going to have a relationship with the Spirit and if you're going to be able to trust Him and understand what is being said to you, then you need to study Him. You need to spend time in God's Word. You need to spend time coming to uh, a better relationship with Him and increasing your ability to discern His will for you. Okay. And can we even really be led of the Spirit if we don't follow the Word? No, you because you wouldn't you wouldn't know what he, what's going on. <laughs> the word is our roadmap, isn't it? Yes, yeah, and it sort of gives us direct. It well, it doesn't sort of. It completely gives us the direction we need for life. And if we're going to be led the Spirit, then God's word's got to be a priority in our life. And I don't know, you know, how you are, uh, but 
the more I study that, the more I feel like I'm led of the spirit because those truths become the guiding principles of my life. And so follow the word of God. If you're going to be led of the spirit, there's ever a time we need to see believers that are not just believers in name, but believers in action. Then it's now's the time they need to be led of God's spirit. Cause when we're led of God's spirit, that proves by action, we are followers of Christ and followers of the divine truth, the word of God. Yeah. And now so, I don't know if it, I assume it's like this for you. I think it's like this for everybody. I know it's like this for me when I find myself in periods where, you know, maybe I'm giving in to temptation more, I'm uh, sinning more. It is always directly correlated to a time that I'm not spending the time that I should in the word. Right. And I totally agree with that. The more time you spend in God's word, uh, the more you're able to overcome those times of, of tempting or solicitation to do the wrong thing. Um, so yeah, that that's absolutely important. I think another area that we need to talk about if we're going to be led of the spirit is we have to, we have to avoid sin. Mm -hmm. And um, it's all around us. In fact, we're, we have, uh, we all have sinned, everybody, and come short of God's glory. Um, but we have to, we have to put some things in practice to avoid putting ourselves in a place where we can easily uh, sin. And so the yes. avoidance of sin, you know, resist the devil, flee from him. And that's a lot of people skip that step. They think, well, you know, I can go to this party so long as I'm not doing these things, but they don't think about the fact that putting yourself in the way of temptation, right? It's not like temptation is coming to you. You're putting yourself in a situation where you will be tempted. And even if you resist it, say at that party, you're not going to resist it all the time. So we have to not just not sin, but we have to not put ourselves in positions where we would be tempted to. And the scriptures speak, to this mm -hmm. that you can you can kind of share with that we're to avoid all appearance of evil. Yes. And going to a party and putting yourself in a position uh, like you're talking about, that's certainly not avoiding the appearance of evil. Nope. That even looks bad. You know? Yes. You know, and so there, there's this idea that we have to we have to get away from that which can solicit. In fact, when, when going to a party or many other things you could go to. Uh, you're going to be in the presence of more evil probably than you would have been if you hadn't gone. So the temptation is going to be, Hey, it's going to be much, much, much stronger than that. And so what is another thing you think Austin we can do to um, um, be led of the spirit like God wants us to be? Well, if we're going to really be led by the spirit, like I said, we got to spend time in the word. We've got to avoid this sin. And we also need to work on really increasing not just our knowledge of the spirit and our word, but just our daily wisdom that we're living with. We talked about this last night at the men of God meeting, uh -huh. the importance of living with and displaying wisdom right. in your life. Right. Yeah. And, and the script James says, ask for wisdom. God will give it to you liberally. Mm -hmm. You got to ask for it. And and I think that's a very important point and part of being led to the spirit. Lord, I don't have the wisdom and the knowledge to make it on my own. God, I need your leadership, and it's God's Spirit that comes alongside and leads us as we ask uh, for that wisdom. How, how do you, where it talks about the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge, wisdom, those type of things. What do you think it means by the fear of God? 
Well, we, I talked about, let's say, I keep talking about the meeting last night. I talked about this a little bit there, and I think this is applicable. I, we talked about how at school, knowledge can only become wisdom when it recognizes God. And that's when you talk about the fear of God, you're saying that the acknowledgement of God and who he is, that uh, rightful fear that you have in the position that he holds sure. and the way that you incorporate that into your life, that is when your knowledge begins to become and, and the idea of fear is the reverential awe of who God is. Yes. And that, yes, he has the capability of bringing about judgment upon our lives when we fail to follow him in disciplinary action in many ways. But there is just like a, a son. I mean, when I was growing up, it was not uncommon for uh, mama to say something like this. Just wait till your daddy gets home. And what and that was a fear. Because mm -hmm. we knew daddy meant business and, and it was going to be painful. You, you folks know what I mean, especially if you grew up in my era. I got a few and uh, there was a tremendous respect for my daddy because I knew that there was going to be consequences for bad actions. We always we talk about fear a lot now because we live in a, you know, you always want to be happy. You always want to be uh, entertained and uh, have pleasurable experiences. We live in an age where the idea of fear is inherently bad. But like you just said, right? Like I feared my father growing up because I knew if I did something wrong, I was going to be in trouble. And like you said, it was going to hurt. But even alongside that fear of him, there was no one in my life that I had more respect for. Uh, that's right. That's right. Right. And, there, and that's something our society sort of lost with the new feel good church movement. Mm hmm. You know, and that fear, you know, that there is there's consequences for my actions. God takes notice, but there's grace, too. We know that and the, <laughs> there's so much can be talked about there. So we, we don't have time to go into all that. But uh, I think that is a principle we have to talk, think about as we talk about this subject. But I think another thing that we can we can look at that's important to understand is we are if we're going to be led of the spirit, uh, we need to take time to quiet ourselves. Uh, as the scripture says in Psalms 46, be still and know that I'm God. We have to quiet ourselves to take the time to meditate and think about, upon the things of God and invite. I think we, we should invite the spirit to lead our lives. Don't you? Yes. Um, I, I'm trying to remember. There's an expression that goes along with what you just said. Uh, it's I can't remember the exact words, but it's something along the lines of you're making so much noise that you can't hear God. That's that's great. Great. That's a great. And that's a wonderful point. We can get so busy in life. We're making so much noise and everything that we don't still ourselves enough to hear God speak to us through his word and through his spirit with that communion and prayer that we have with him. And uh, when we don't still ourselves, then we basically get so busy. We're not even we don't have even have our mind on. We're not listening. Yeah, I like to pray on the go a lot. And if you don't, I encourage you to. If you're ever by yourself in the car, spend a little bit of time and don't prayer. close your eyes though. When don't you're close your eyes. It'd be catastrophic. If you're at a red light, maybe it's fine. <laughs> um, no, but one thing that I've noticed though is that when I have major decisions that I need to pray for wisdom on, and that I need to be sure that I'm following God on, is that. I, I pray about those in the car too, but I spend time just in my room by myself because when you're in the car, the downside to that is you're about to have to get out and go do something. That's right. Taking time to ask a question 
and then taking time to listen for the response. Because there's always going to be an answer, but if you're not listening for it and you miss it, then you haven't really accomplished much. Yes, that's absolutely a great point. Uh, Another thing that we need to talk about very briefly as we get ready to close out is that Jesus was led into the wilderness by the Spirit. The wilderness, not to an easy place. No. It was a very difficult, hard place, and he was alone. And that's when the Satan began to, to maneuver his tactics and uh, tempt the Lord. But it was in that wilderness place. And uh, sometimes we have to understand that serving the Lord and being led of the Spirit, we need to understand it's not always easy. It's difficult places. In fact, it's, it's interesting to me how God takes the most difficult and, and, and is able to accomplish the greatest good through the most difficult. Mm-hmm. That's just God. That's the way he works in our life. So we don't need to be scared of difficulty. We all go through some wilderness journeys, don't we? Yes. Yes, very much so. And um, oh, I had something I was going to add to that. Well, it was when we think about the wilderness, we, I always find it helpful, at least. I don't want to always just generalize and say we, because I don't know what you're thinking. Um, but That's I always think thing, of you know? <laughs> in the world and not of it. And, okay, you know, yeah, we're absolutely. guided into the world. And that is always a big danger is when you go into the world that you don't give in to the world. You don't right, change right, how you're living. So right. when we go to the wilderness, we know that it's going to be difficult, uh, but we cling to God. We cling to his scripture. That's and through right. that, we're able to get through it. And like you said, the harder the challenge, once we accomplish it in God's name and the way that he had us to do it, Absolutely. the more glory yep. goes to God. Right. God allows us to go through testing. Yes. And sometimes testing is not always pleasant. In fact, uh, this morning, most of you that probably would watch his podcast know that a very, very dear couple in our church uh, house burnt this morning. And that's a wilderness journey for them. That's a testing, mm-hmm. you know, for them. Uh, we know we need not think we're not going to go through those times. Um, but, um, you know, and I know this couple and uh, they will trust God through the wilderness. You could hear it when when we were there earlier and we were I was listening to them speak even then at a time where many people, I would say even most people in the world would be completely downtrodden they were still talking about how god was going to see them through they weren't asking for things they were asking for prayer that's right that's right and that that shows that they are going to trust the leading of god's spirit Mm -hmm. during a wilderness trip yes and don't think that we won't have some wilderness trips we will we just need to trust god through them so uh, thank you for joining us. So we're going to conclude uh, this podcast this time. But uh, truth in the darkness. What is the truth we can learn from this this uh, lesson today from this podcast? I think what we can learn is we need to be led of the spirit. And there are some ways we can be led of the spirit. The scriptures are clear. Uh, and so I hope you have a great day today. And may God bless you and your family. Let's pray. Okay. Lord, we thank you for the time you've given us. Bless us, Lord, as we try to serve you. And Lord, help us to be led of your spirit. We ask for wisdom. We ask for direction. And Lord, we pray for the couple that lost their house this morning. God, that you would intervene and lead them 
and guide them and use this to bring about a greater good. Lord, you're in charge and thank you for loving us so much. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have a wonderful day today. God bless you. Thank you.